Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Now, you've probably heard people talking about the reemergence of the sacred feminine, but what does that mean? What are some of the signs of this shift? Janita D'Souza is my guest today, and she's here to share how we can experience this energy, the sacred feminine energy, and use it to create a more fulfilling lives for ourselves and those we love. Are you ready to meet her? Janita D'Souza is a feminine lifestylist and the creatress of Exploring Femininity Limited, helping women who struggle with burnout, overwhelm, and body love to reconnect with their feminine energy using ancient Taoist embodiment arts. Janita is also a certified life coach, NLP practitioner, master hypnotherapist, and she combines the teachings of feminine mysticism and shamanism in her work, facilitating monthly moon circles, online workshops, and sacred feminine retreats. Now you can find out more about Janita and her work at JanitaDeSouza.com. Janita, welcome to Out of the Fog. I am so excited to be here, Karen, and talk about my favorite subject. Oh, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) wonderful well so what brought you to this work there can't the passionate commitment that you show to this that can't just be an accident what is it that brought you to this work um so i was born and raised in india and um right now i am in london i am based in london i moved to london uh, around 12 years ago but i am originally from india and growing up in india um i was in a very um male dominated society however i was very blessed to be in a family wh- which was very determined to you know show their daughters that you know they can be independent and you know they can they are equal to m- the boys around and all of that. So my, my parents did a really good job in infusing in me that you're going to become an independent woman. And um, I used to watch these movies, um, uh, Western movies, and always think and fantasize that, you know, the Western women, the white women, they are so privileged and um, they have all this independence. They can wear whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. It's not very restricted. And so I was really fascinated by the Western world. And my idea of independent women was pretty much that. Um, So I went on, you know, um, becoming an IT engineer and um, doing an MBA and working in IT firm. And I thought that financial security may bring me that independence. That didn't happen. And I got an opportunity to move to London. And I thought that, all right, finally, my dream to become an independent woman is, you know, coming to fruition. I'm going to London and I'm going to experience that real sense of um, independence, um, a freedom of expression, like I would say, that I could not experience while being in India and even making good money and taking care of myself and being um, financially secure. So I moved to London and I, it was really fascinating. I loved it. Um, you know, unlike in India, 
in India, uh, well, as a, as a young girl, it's not really, and I'm talking 20 years ago, um, it wasn't very safe to walk in the streets and not being, you know, stared by men or, you know, um, they pass on comments. Sometimes they try to touch you here and then, you know, things like that. So just having the experience of just roaming in the streets, wearing, you know, nice dress and, you know, high heels, it was just all so fascinating. But um, I soon lost the plot. You know, it was something like when when you give too much of independence to somebody who has never seen something like that, you know, so I lost the plot and um, I went into pretty much wrong circle of friends, uh, got into binge drinking and got into drugs. And soon I realized it was all about, you know, um, looking good and it was all about fashion and it was all on the outer. And I got really confused because I thought that, this is what I wanted to do or to feel independent. And I realized that the Eastern world was not for me and the Western world was not for me too. Because here in the West, women were trapped in the madness of, you know, being, looking good, you know, for success, for money, for relationship. It was all about looking good. It was, it was all about doing the sexy to be known, to be seen, to be successful. So, I felt really trapped and and soon I heard the uh, death of my father over the phone and I that was like one of the low points in my life where I was really confused and I was contemplating should I go back to India to be with my mother should I not um, what does it mean to be a woman what is it you know so I didn't find myself here. I couldn't find myself back in India. So I was really confused. And um, I got into an abusive relationship in the meantime. And things were just not going good. And I was in that state of my life where, you know, I wasn't happy with my life. I was in a bad relationship. And the loss of my father uh, literally was, um, I was grieving a lot. And that started to show up in my body. I developed eczema all over my body and my, I lost my self-confidence and all of that. Um, and during that, you know, uh, phase, I started talking to God, <laughs> a very angry conversations with God that why don't you tell me, you know, why don't you show me, why are you doing this to me? And all the, all those kind of questions. But one day I came across an ad and I decided to go for that event. I saw the ad on Facebook and it was about um, essence. And I sat there in that event and cried the entire time because the teacher there showed, um, said something really powerful that stuck with me, which was um, the most beautiful thing. Um, I think she, she said that the most beautiful gift you can give to a woman is by showing her her essence. And that stuck to me because I realized I don't know what my essence is. What does this mean? What, where should I find it? And what should I do? And so I cried the entire time. And after the workshop, she came and spoke to me and then we had a discussion. And, and then I started teaching, um, uh, I started studying under her and that was the discovery of me actually, you know, exploring femininity. And that's where my business came into existence a few years down the lane, wow. pretty much. What 
What? Because, of course, as I understand the sacred feminine, that sacred feminine principle was in you and with you the whole time. But it sounds like that moment there, that pivotal moment, brought you face to face, maybe with what your essence is. How would you describe what feminine means or what sacred feminine means? It's interesting that, um, you know, when you Google or Google the word feminine, all you see is heels, fashion, nail, hair and makeup and all of about that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much being feminine is, is just not about, you know, makeup and jewelry or painted nails and or being weak or being submissive. And that's that's what mostly um, I was taught. And that's what um, I think a lot of girls also think this way that you know i don't want to be seen as weak but feminine nothing has to do with being weak uh, of course masculine energy has to do a lot with strength and a lot of people confuse feminine energy for being its opposite um whereas feminine is its complementary complementary of the masculine energy and you know in um in Chinese um, uh, traditions, the ancient Chinese medicine, they say that the the yin and the yang, the feminine and the masculine, two forces have to work together in order to create harmony and order and sustainability in our natural world. And when these two qualities are not in harmony, that's where disease or a state of uneasiness happens. And I feel that that's what is happening right now because we require both and we don't understand what femininity is about. And if you look at femininity, it's just not about a woman. It's the principle, as you said. It's the energy that both men and women have, regardless of the gender. And it means pretty much shifting our priorities to make the moments of our life more nurturing and fulfilling to us. It means giving importance to things like creativity, emotional intimacy, to play, to value-based growth. You know, um, masculinity is more about the com um, competition, dominance, aggressiveness, whereas the feminine essence is when a woman chooses to integrate cooperation, kindness, compassion over competition, dominance, aggressiveness. So we have kind of misunderstood femininity for a really long time. And... Um, and I am glad that, you know, we are at this moment in, 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 in um, and we are witnessing pretty much that shift, which is, you know, slowly, slowly, like entering our psyche and asking and questioning. Why do you think that's happening now? Why do you think that that shift is happening now? I agree with you. I see that, too. Why? Why is that now, do you think? Um. Because it's really um, evident that there is an imbalance. Um, you know, as I said, like masculinity is known as the strength and dominance and control, which is really good. Um, but when we have too much of it, this goodness can actually turn into a, a, a destruction or, or in a harmful way to people. And same way, when uh, we have too much of femininity uh, or goodness, as compared to the strength, then it can be also harmful. So we are actually seeing like how 
for reasons of survival, let's say, or for reasons of business or for reasons of just existing, coexisting, most women have developed this masculine side to such a greater extent that we have kind of, you know, um, pushed away our feminine so that we can perform better in our lives, in our jobs, in, you know, the whole idea of being busy is, is, coming from this masculine overdeveloped muscles because we women think that we have to be busy to be important, to be of value. Only then we are doing something. And it's not about blaming somebody, but I think it's just a process of evolution that we are coming into, that we are recognizing that that um, it is important that to question and to notice and to witness that this is not working for us at all. It's it's just so interesting to see that we are the most privileged generation of women probably the history has ever seen, but we are the most more depressed. We are the most stressed. We have all sorts of illnesses that didn't exist 20, 30 years ago. We are overworked, overwhelmed, burnt out, and it's definitely not working for us. So it is time. <laughs> You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. I'm talking with Janita D'Souza, and you can find out more about Janita and her work at JanitaD'Souza.com. Now, I'm going to spell this. Are you ready? J-O-N-I-T-A-D-S-O-U-Z-A.com. JanitaD'Souza.com. So with all that being said, Janita, with, with the ways in which we drive ourselves crazy, make ourselves sick, feel overextended, feel it's the opposite of independence, right? That that what seemed like the independent woman is actually maybe someone who is held captive by yeah. her own expectations and what she feels are the expectations of others. When When we start to reconnect with these principles of the feminine, how do lives change? What do you see in your in your students? How do people change when we start to bring these principles back into our lives? Um, it's interesting because um, most of the women who start to investigate this aspect in herself actually end up, you know, starting feeling very, um, I would say, restless because it's the state of being that we are not used to and feminine is the energy of being. So just when I tell a woman, okay, from tomorrow onwards, every day for the next seven days, schedule five minutes in your diary to do nothing, that freaks her out. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it is absolutely scary to just sit and do nothing. And you will realize that most of us are not used to, we either tend to reach out for our phone or you know, some kind of stimulus. And that is numbing us. So um, when we start to actually give ourselves the, as I said, that feminine is about choosing, you know, to make moments of our, your life more a priority, to make those moments nurturing and fulfilling, then you will realize that you are deeply connected to your body especially for us women understanding the cycles of the nature, the cycles of the moon and connecting with what we call the feminine power center, our womb requires us to stay still. And this stillness is really scary. But then of course you get used to it. And when we become still in, in these moments, we realize that there is this 
inner wisdom that is always speaking to us. We just have to quieten ourselves and begin to listen. So um, what I have noticed in women practicing um, learning back or remembering the ways of the feminine is um, that they get really creative or it's also even vice versa when you indulge in intentionally into creative activities let's say like even cooking or dancing or any kind of any form of art you are in your feminine because you are in the mode of creation so um yeah so there is a lot of clarity that uh, comes out through embodying the feminine for women what is the dark feminine? What what does that mean? It's interesting. Uh, in the yin and yang symbol, the yin is the uh, the feminine part, the mysterious, the dark. The feminine has always been related to the dark. And I know that when I, I was teaching about the dark feminine energy, it did not come across as a very positive thing in many women because they thought that maybe dark feminine probably is the work of the evil or, you know, it's against the teachings of the light consciousness or, or things like that. But... Um, what we don't understand is that both light and dark sides are also forms of consciousness. And dark does not mean evil, but dark usually refers to the side, the shadow side of us that has always been the source of mystery, you know, that has always been this unconscious part of ourselves that we have not paid attention to, but is longing to, to be seen, to, to, to be brought to light. And um, ancient masters, ascended masters like Jesus, Buddha, they all went into the dark to, to bring the light out. So when I say dark feminine, it is mostly about our shadow side, this side of our mystery. As women, you know, we have we have thousands of uh, range of emotions. We can experience few emotions at, at one moment, at one minute. We can emotion. We can imagine. Um, from feeling scared to happy to sad and you know this drives the men crazy they don't understand what's going on with the women and it requires us to connect with the dark aspect of ourselves because that feeds our creativity that pretty much feeds what um, brings us to our desires like um, as empaths the whole range of dark feminine energy is kind of calling you to see that where are you numbing yourself through probably emotional eating or by being busy or self-abuse or where are we you know using our emotions to manipulate or control a situation or a person and all of these are very prim uh, prevalent our intimate relationships and the triggers around them this also brings up our dark energy and it's important to see that because that's where we can access more of our desires and it's interesting that that what you're talking about, being receptive, being creative, being passionate, feeling more than one thing at once and being willing to explore the depth of that emotion. That's the opposite, probably, of what we see when we Google feminine and we yeah. see false eyelashes and three ways to get your man to love you tonight and stuff yeah. like that. It's that's that's really interesting because that what we're calling dark is that it's it's dark because it's rich, because it's it's deep not because it's negative. Is that fair to say? 
Yeah, it is. I remember a quote from um, Jesus in, from the Bible. Um, not that um, I, I want to advocate um, Bible, but you know there are some really interesting stuff there. To be honest, um, and someone, one of the disciples once asked uh, uh, Jesus, "How long do you do you think you're gonna stay in the dark?" Because he used to go in the dark and meditate, and he said, "As long as you can start seeing in the dark." And and that's the essence of the dark feminine. You know, that's what the dark moon brings us to as well every month. So, yeah, it's very potent. So you mentioned a couple of things that maybe we could start to do. We could put a little bit of time on the calendar every day to do nothing. And if you can't do five minutes, people who study with me know that I'm going to say this. If you can't do five minutes, do three minutes. If you can't do three minutes, do 30 seconds. If you can't do 30 seconds, do a quarter of a second and, and work your way up. <laughs> what are some other practical things that we can do to, uh, it's almost like reaching back into ourselves, right? It's, it's like turning around and looking back at something that's true of us. And I believe in all of us, no matter what, no matter how we express our gender, how, how what are some practical ways we can reach back into ourselves and reconnect with that sacred feminine yeah um so yeah irrespective of gender male or female uh, by connecting with mother earth she is the greatest source of feminine energy that exists around us is one of the very beautiful ways that we can connect to the sacred feminine within us just going to the nature spending literally five minutes but without your music you know just listen feel um, watch the clouds touch the leaves just connecting with nature literally and i know like some people say they don't have nature around but you know look at the clouds you you you, you will always have nature around you if you don't have a park to go to just just look outside your window and and just witness and allow that solitude and this communion with the nature that can be a really opening point to the sacred feminine energy for women as well it's about connecting with their body with their um, womb energy especially you know exploring this concept of what is this womb all about because that's the source of your feminine power that's something that you can look into um, getting creative I spoke about anything that allows you to get creative um, as, as I said let's let it be dancing or some kind of art some writing even cooking some nice meal anything that gets you out of your head and into the body is um, is a way to connect to your feminine um, connecting with the cycles of the moon is also another beautiful way of connecting with the sacred feminine uh, just noticing what stage the moon is every day and just having this communion it is said that it can change our hormonal imbalance and bring the imbalance back to balance when we keep gazing at the moon on a regular basis for women and I, I know that for myself, water is another very powerful practice for not just clearing energy, but it helps me uh, kind of clear energetic channels and open to my intuition more. And yeah. even if for some reason, I don't know, you live in a research station in the Arctic Circle and the sun never comes out and they've boarded up the windows and you can't go out in nature because you'll free to, freeze to death. I bet you could take a swallow of water. I bet you could wash your hands. You might. And even if I don't know the water all froze because you were in the Arctic Circle, you could listen to water sounds on YouTube or on a meditation audio. There's oh. right. There's so many the smallest things. I love what you're saying about nature. The smallest things when we are mindful, bring us back to ourselves, back to that essence 
that you were that you were talking about can you let the listeners know how they can like what's on your website i you have a free guided meditation that's available to listeners this is the place where you get to say all your stuff like how they can find you and do all that stuff <laughs> awesome so yes um they can find me on the on my website as you mentioned jenny.com um and you can find me on instagram exploring femininity uh same on Fe- facebook and i would like to gift an audio visualization uh, guide which is called everyday womb revival and it is uh, a really beautiful uh, meditation for you to for women to connect with the womb center of their body and on a daily basis um, deepen this relationship so that you can start listening to your feminine um, uh, feminine voices the voices of the feminine you know um, from your womb and um, it, it it requires you to just give seven minutes of your every day you can have it mp3 download on your phone and um enjoy connecting and how can they get that free guided meditation um so it's um jennifer.com forward slash womb revival wonderful and is there a coupon code with that there is a coupon, coupon code. Um, I actually don't remember the coupon I know. Oh, I know because it's here in my notes. I know the coupon code. The coupon code is love revolution. All one word, all caps, love revolution. So com slash womb revival. And the coupon code you're going to use to get that for free because that's your gift from Janita is yes. love revolution. Does that sound like the right coupon code? Yes, that's the one. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, you're very welcome. Janita, thank you so much for being on the show. Is there one thing you'd like to leave the listeners with? Yes. um, As you said, Karen, that that you don't have to do a lot. Um, It's all about just being intentional. And um, if you get intentional that you want to connect with your sacred feminine, um, believe me, ways will show up. You will get the inspiration, but it's about charging your intention for that. And as Karen said, 30 seconds or quarter of a second, all of that will show up as long as you are intentional about it. Mm. That's beautiful. Janita, thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure. It's amazing to talk to you. That is Janita D'Souza. We're talking about her work, and you can find out more about that at JanitaD'Souza.com. That's J-O-N-I-T-A-D-S-O-U-Z-A.com. If you then add forward slash womb revival and use the coupon code love revolution, I love, I'm just going to say, let's say it again, love revolution. I love to say that you can get a free guided meditation, the everyday womb revival audio guide that's yours at janitadesouza.com slash womb revival with the coupon code love revolution. And of course, you're very welcome at karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private session with me if you're so inclined. I'm on my way to San Francisco in June of this year, and you can find out how maybe we can work together when I'm there, because that'd be fun, wouldn't it? And if you agree um, with me that when we focus our attention on peace, things change. We have the power to channel positivity when we come together with collective intention. Please check out Open Peaceful Heart. That's a wonderful place to find out about the free 15-minute guided meditations that we do live first Sunday of every month where people from around the world get together to focus for 15 minutes on peace in our hearts and peace in the world. That's at openpeacefulheart.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.